Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. And before we jump in, I wanted to read you the review of the week and remind you that your review can be read live. And in the month of November, I am giving away four Amazon gift cards. So you want to make sure that you get your review in so you can be in the drawing and don't miss out on that opportunity. Okay, this is from Speedy333333, who says, Erin has a heart for women and women in business. She fills that daunting gap between passion and success with the truth in capital letters. Tune in, listen up. She's your sister in arms. Well, Speedy333333, thank you so much. That is exactly why I'm here. And I look forward to seeing who will be our review of the week next week. All right, let's jump into the podcast. So welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. If you're watching this live on my Hustle with Heart coach page on Facebook, I want to welcome you. And uh, by the way, if you don't already follow me on Facebook, please go do that at the Hustle with Heart coach. Uh, But definitely subscribe at AaronHarrigan.com for all of the Hustle with Heart updates. Okay, so um, two weeks ago, I think by the time you hear this podcast, it'll be Monday, November 9th. So this is a continuation of the four-part series that I'm doing on the four agreements and the biblical foundation that I found uh, on my own as I was reading through this. So you guys know that as the Hustle with Heart and Health Coach, I really want to further the mission of helping entrepreneurs bridge faith and business and equip them to pursue success God's way for lasting results. And so this podcast is just one place that we do that. And sometimes I'll review a book or I'll share some excerpts from a book. So that's why I really wanted to share this four-part series. And if you listened in last time or you saw the show notes from last time, you know that this is a book that's been on my shelf for a while. I think that Brian's stepmother gave me this book like, I mean, I think surely my young, my oldest Haley was born when I, when she gave me the book. So, um, so early 2000s, she must have given me this book and I've tried to read it a number of times. And every time I just like couldn't get through it. And so I, I think the timing just wasn't right. So this time I picked it up and I have a vastly different view of it because who I am today is very different than who I was, you know, 20 years ago. Um, who I am today is very different than I think I was like 20 months ago, maybe 20 weeks ago. I don't know. Maybe you all feel that. Anybody else just comment below if you feel that. Um, So this week we're taking on the second agreement and the second agreement is don't take anything personally. And I've got uh, several scriptures. So you're going to see me looking aside if you're watching this live or on YouTube. Um, You'll see me looking at my other laptop because I have these scriptures pulled up. But let me first tell you what the book says about not taking things personally. And it says, 
personal importance or taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness because we make the assumption that everything is about me. We think that we're responsible for everything. Me, 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 always me. And a substitute for that me is I, 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 right? Um, Long ago in my wellness business, Someone said to me, or I heard probably in a training, that the basis of fear is always about self. So our fear of picking up the phone, our fear of asking, our fear of what someone's going to say is all centered in self. And when we take ourselves out of that equation, the fear dissipates. When we switch that fear to thinking, how can I serve this person, that fear begins to dissipate. Uh, Another person that I follow on Instagram shared today that she had a breakdown yesterday and it wasn't until she was, you know, on her knees or like I like to say face down on the carpet that she came to the end of herself and and meaning that when we come to the end of ourself, we finally wake up and it happens a lot because it's not a one and done thing. We wake up to the fact that we don't have to do everything by ourselves. I'm just realizing I don't have my microphone plugged in. So hopefully you guys can hear me okay. Um, so the point is that taking things personally is all about self. And this is what it says. Nothing other people do is because of you. It's because of themselves. But when we take something personally, we make the assumption that other people know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world. When we take things personally, we feel offended. And then our reaction is to defend ourselves, our beliefs, and create conflicts. We make something big out of something so little because we have the need to be right and everyone else wrong. My husband will tell you, I tend to be defensive. Uh, It's something that I've been working on for the 29 years that we've been together. But my point is, is that we feel like we have to defend ourselves, even when the person never meant for us to take it personally, or even if they've said something that could be offensive, that we don't have to take that personally. We get to choose. So let me give you some scripture to underpin this. So the first place that I want to take you is to Proverbs. This is in the Good News Translation, which is a translation that I just discovered. And in Proverbs 29, 25, it says, it is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of you. But if you trust the Lord, you are safe. The other day, I posted something uh, that seemed to get a whole lot of likes on, um, on my Facebook And it said, let me see if I can find it. It was a quote about thinking about what other people think of us. Here it is. And it says, you wouldn't worry so much about what others think of you if you realized how seldom they do. There is, I don't know if it's a true statistic, but it's, it's that, you know, we're worried about what everybody else is thinking of us when 99% of the time, everybody else is worried about what others are thinking of them, right? So we spend an inordinate amount of time when no one else's opinion matters, but God's, but God's, what he says about us is what matters. And by the way, if you haven't subscribed to AaronHarrigan.com, when you do, you get a free tool from our coaching program, which is the I am tool, which helps you uncover in the Bible what God says about you and who you are. So the next scripture that I want to take us to is Psalm 118.8. 
And it says it is better to trust the Lord than to depend on people. And I want to continue that thought by going to Galatians 1.10. This is in the amplified version. And it says, am I now trying to win the favor and approval of men or of God? Am I seeking to please someone? If I were still trying to be popular with men, I would not be a bond servant of Christ. Now, I'm going to make a connection here that may not exist. But in the Bible, Jesus says you cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot be of a divided mind. So if we're going to serve, if we're going to serve Christ, we can't be worried about serving others. And therefore, we can't take things personally. In the book, the author continues to say, when we know what we are, we don't have the need to be accepted. And therefore, we don't have the need to take things personally, whether it's good or bad. So we can accept the compliment graciously and say thank you, but we don't have to defend it. We don't have to explain it. We can just say thank you because inherently we know who we are in Christ. He goes on to say, if you live without fear, if you love, there is no place for those emotions of fear. If you don't feel that emotion, it is logical that you feel good. And when you feel good, everything around you is good. You're at peace. You are happy. So I'm going to take you to one more place in scripture, and that is Romans 12, 2. And it says, do not be conformed to this world. This is the amplified version any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively change as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourself what is the will of God, what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. I love the amplified version because it kind of further unpacks what the original language was saying. So it gives you just a, a deeper definition. But one of the things that I loved about this exercise in unpacking this book with biblical context is that we get to bring it back to the Lord. And as God-centered entrepreneurs, our hustle with heart journey is mainly about moving from self-centered to God-centered, from self-reliant to God-reliant. And I've said this often, but this is a daily decision and a daily practice. Why do I say that? Because sanctification, our growth to become more like Christ is not a one and done and it's not a checklist it's a process it's a it's a it's a process of maturity we'll never fully be there until we're called home to heaven and i think that it's hard harder as an entrepreneur i think than as an employee to not be conformed to the world to not take things personally to not be self-reliant to not be self-centered why um, I say in the book, and I learned this from a coach back in 2012, that being an entrepreneur fillets you open. And, and what he meant by that is that when we become an entrepreneur, it exposes weakness, it exposes 
mindset. It exposes questioning of ourselves in ways that working in a job never could. Because when you're working in a job, you're doing your job and you're meeting whatever criteria and someone else is determining if you've met those criteria and therefore can you be paid or can you be promoted, et cetera. In many jobs, we are not asked to be more than we are. We're not asked to think broader than we do. We're not asked to develop ourselves. We're mainly asked to do more with less. Now, there are many of us who hopefully tune in here, um, but also who work in jobs where we just naturally push ourselves to, to develop ourselves and to, to grow in Christ so that we can be Jesus's hands and feet in the workplace. So I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. And I'm not saying that if you are in, an, in the employee world or you work for someone else as your boss, that these things you know, don't apply or they're not useful to you or you're not, you're not seeking your own growth because likely you are if you're following along. I do think that as entrepreneurs, because the world is so noisy and because it's, as my coach Dawn says, it becomes more challenging to tune the dial into radio station WGOD, if you will, that it's easy to take things personally and it's easy to look around and think, well, this person said no to me, or this person decided not to do that class, or they decided to drop out, or gosh, I, I wanted this, this course to work for them, or this boot camp to work for them, or this coaching to work for them, but they just didn't do the work. And now I'm questioning my value and I'm questioning what I bring to the table. And so I think it's easy if we get caught up in the world, which is the point of Romans 12 too, to take things personally and to hear things in a certain way. But if we know who we are in Christ and we know who we are on our hustle with heart journey, that he gave us these businesses to walk out the gifts and the purpose that he specifically planned for us, that he predestined for us as his workmanship, then we can at least be more aware of how we're hearing things or how we may be taking things personally. This is what else he says, and then I'm going to finish us up. When we really see other people as they are without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. And it's okay because we don't have to be caught up in what their situation is. It says there is a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when you take nothing personally. As you make it a habit of not taking anything personally, you don't need to put your trust in what others do or say. Let me go back to Psalm 118.8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to depend on people. You will only need to trust, he says yourself, but I'm going to say God, to make responsible choices. And you can operate without self-judgment. So I would love to know how you you think of this? How how do you perceive yourself taking things personally? And how can you reframe that? And how can you use the scripture that we use today to reinforce that our foundation is in the Lord and we don't have to trust and rely on what other people say? Um, I'm curious what you think about that. So if you're watching this on 
the Hustle with Heart Coach page, please comment below. Uh, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast channel, I'd love for you to leave me some comments. Um, and by the way, while you're at it, would you do us a favor and go ahead and leave a review on iTunes because those reviews uh, help us to gain more accessibility and um, more recognition, which allows me to find even better guests to continue to bring on. So that's this week's episode. Next week, we'll be unpacking agreement three, which is don't make assumptions. That's a good one, right? Because you know what happens when you assume. And then the last one will be always do your best because excellence honors God. So we are going to finish up this series just before Thanksgiving. That's perfect because guess what? You might be gathering with family for Thanksgiving. I don't know. And if you are, there may be some triggers in that that you can put these four agreements to the test. Uh, so I will see you guys on our next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I hope you found value. And I hope this blesses you today. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business that honors God and serves His people. I get so excited seeing your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So please be sure to tag me. You can find me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach and Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. We're now offering episode sponsorships for small businesses. It's a fantastic way to get your business in front of an audience that would love to hear from you. For more details, please email us at admin at erinharrigan.com. For all things Hustle with Heart, be sure to subscribe at our website, erinharrigan.com, where you can get all of the updates on the podcast, the book, upcoming courses and events, and of course, personalized coaching. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 